why you always put ketchup on a hot dog. It's fairly obvious and clear. Wait, did we um, have this argument already? We didn't have the argument. The, it was it actually it's, it's an argument it that happened on, in the loud and nerdy group. group right, it got something. very aggressive. It's nowhere near as aggressive as the amount of hit. Well, first off, welcome to Loud and Nerdy on a Tuesday night. On a Tuesday, and I on know a, a lot Tuesday. of people are not happy. <laughs> I saw well, we're, some comments towards the end that they were like, boo Tuesday. But Here's the thing. Listen. Here's the thing. You can still listen to the show, but and you can listen to it live on Tuesday, hopefully. But one of the things that has to happen in order for the show to grow, in order for Paul to be able to get back to his life and do whatever what he what he is meant to do, which is be a comedian... The podcast is is secondary to his comedic output. So we are going to move the podcast wherever the podcast has to go to help Paul and make sure he gets to do gigs and get to hone his craft. I have no problem telling all of you that's that's on you guys. We have we have this, we have to set everything up based on our own lives. I at, Paul asked me where we, we need to go so it's better for him. I'm always going to help Paul. So, well, I, I well, mean Tuesday's not too bad. I mean and the best thing about uh, Tuesdays is very rarely will we have to get a guest host. So you guys hated when I wasn't here. Tuesday, I will very rarely not be here. So yeah, so tu- very yeah, rarely Tuesdays, do I do shows on Tuesdays. Tuesdays are just a terrible day of the week. Um, <laughs> no, because you're not like you're not. There's, it will be, yeah, Tuesdays there's, will be a terrible day of the week for the whole duration. I so, don't well, shit on a Tuesday except watch this show. Welcome to Loud and Nerdy <laughs> on a Tuesday. My name is J.W. Caldwell, joined as always by um, said comedian, Paul Paul Spratt. See, Kyle. Well, I don't know what to tell you, but you're, you wait, you're not a fan. Wait a second. You're done with here. work at Tuesday. You're, you're not a fan of Tuesday, but Kyle is the first comment on a Tuesday. Listen, uh, two for Tuesdays used to be my favorite thing. Taco Tuesdays are amazing, and now it's like <laughs> loud and nerdy Tuesdays. Well, um, that's me just in life. I'm not existing. Yeah, they're, they're, Paul's rarely here anyway. Um, plus, he's he's getting ready for bigger things. He's got he's a super good comedian, guys. So it's like the idea that we're gonna at some point have to cut him loose and like free him and it'd be like send him back to where. Oh, I love you three thousand. Oh, we'll get I hurt you. I hurt you guys three thousand. That's why yes, I wore it tonight because we, we, we tonight's like, episode number fifty. I wrote, I wrote, so tonight is fifty. We got to fifty we of the new version of the show, which is great. We're working hard. Uh, I wrote save Ferris because. I can't handle summer school. Um, so, uh, how is your week? Is your week has your week gone well? Is it? Have you found everything you're looking for? I know everything has not gone your way with regards to the badass tournament. I I feel for you. I I, I, I sit back and I just feel bad for you. We we and we're going to talk. What it is. Here's we're I stick talk- to my story is that when we did the original thing to make the lists, we went to Reddit. And then when we did the battle, none it's, of it ever okay. made it to Reddit. So it's it's okay. Shh. It's just our fan base. Shh, 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 shh. Our fan base. It's okay. It's okay. Um. So anyway, uh, welcome on on a Tuesday. We have a. We, there's some things going on in the world. There's some. <laughs> what things are you going to talk about? <laughs> well, I was I was just going to talk about the stupid ass gas shortage. That's the dumbest thing. Well, the the gas shortage is both interesting in that. Depending on what political political way you swing, you blame it one matter. thing. Doesn't matter. It's just one, it's people one thing being or dumb. That's yeah. It is. Well, it's, it's not right or left. It's people being dumb. It, it, it's and the news a, making it a big deal more than it needed to be, so everybody panicked. Also, I everybody think goes anytime, to buy gas. Anytime you every get, gas station down here is out of gas. 
Out of Any, gas. Anytime, I'm going to say to you, Paul, anytime somebody mentions hackers in a story, it immediately gets more press than it needs. If, if like, hackers with elections, more press than it needs. Hackers with a gas shortage, more press than it needs. Anytime you mention hackers, it's like it's like catnip to newsmakers. Like, oh, they're hackers involved? What are they called? Oh, they're called the dark side? Oh. Well, they apologized they... for it because they're fucking over the wrong people. Yeah. <laughs> That's what somebody yeah. told me. I didn't see that. Well, I didn't that, see that, that part of the story, but they said we always the heard hackers the are like, our bad. We didn't know normal people we were going to get hosed for this. <laughs> we didn't We didn't realize they were going to raise gas prices. Really? You didn't, yeah. you didn't realize that when you ha- hacked and did a ransomware thing? Anyway, whatever. But that's one big like, news Are you thing. nerds? You didn't think this is like, this is the plot, the plot of how many Hollywood movies? Uh, live free, die hard. In pre- uh, swordfish. Yeah, yeah. Swordfish. Like, in particular, Swordfish. It's really in particular Swordfish. Swordfish is all about hackers taking over... Uh, major uh, epicenters. Shout where out to my buddy Adele who gave me that reference. He was swordfish? like, "This is swordfish. This yeah. is, we're living swordfish, except it's not as nearly as cool as as uh, Halle Berry and Hugh Jackman and uh, John Travolta. Travolta but, before he sucked. Well, <laughs> Travolta had intermittent appearances. But so what else is going on? One of the things that I noticed there's a big story down here. Um, the movie theater, one of the local movie theaters down here, it, it w- did a whole thing where they did drive-ins. They've been doing a drive-in. They've been showing movies on the side of their building and charging charging people to come in and park in the parking lot and having concession stand outside. And they announced today that the, the drive-in will be closing in two weeks. So it's... Is it going back going inside? Back, we're, we're going back inside. Regular business. So we're all going back inside. We're all going back inside. We're all going to have different things. We got... Um, we let the th- <laughs> we let the Thanos snap stay. We would need half the guests. Yeah, and one one person. Uh, yeah, Paul. Uh, just so everybody knows, uh, Kyle mentions Thanos here. Paul had a big, huge thing about maybe Thanos is right. I am becoming pro Thanos. The more <laughs> time pro- goes on, I am pro well, Thanos. But I, one of your friends had a great point. You can be pro Thanos, but all Thanos really had to do was snap into existence more, more stuff. resources. Yes, I've never thought of that. My buddy Brian, I was like, "That's genius." <laughs> that he is genius. He could have saved everybody. He could have just saved everybody instead of like, "I need to kill everybody." But what is so, he gonna snap more roads? Like he probably hated traffic. Thanos is like, "I'm driving well, through space." Everybody, there's fucking spaceships in the way. Like, <laughs> you don't think there are other? Wait, wait a second. Other spaceships in the way. Every time Thanos is <laughs> space traffic, another ship, bullshit. It just eats. It just eats the other ship. It ate the entire ship of Asgardians. It just <laughs> it consumed it and spit it out. That's, so why he bought, I, that's why he, he built that ship. He's sick of traffic. He can't work. He's going to run it over. Yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's, he's the falling down of Marvel. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, but so but that's a that's a good sign. Also, we have the first major release of the of the summer season this Friday coming up. Spiral comes out. No, Lionsgate has no real um, concept that it's going to do well. But did they even advertise it? They've been, I didn't know it was coming out this Friday. Chris Chris Rock and Samuel Jackson's been all over the place. It's oh. been all over the place, um, and I think it's I think it's going to do better than they think it's going to do. Like they've been so shocked, too. they've been shocked the last two or three weeks of box office, um, not necessarily blowing things out of the water, but I think Spiral is one of the things where people know one of the things that people, people are really, excited for it. Yeah, and people really. Uh, well, I'm, I'm I hate Saw. I can't believe Saw is going to be one of my first major releases. This back. one's going to be a good one, I think. You think it's going to be good? Okay, I I'm. You don't uh, think Wrath of Man was the first really 
you know? No, Wrath of Man isn't a major. It's not a major release. It, it was. It was fun. I was. I was on vacation, and I went with my wife on a Friday afternoon, and it was. Uh, you know, it, I, we knew things were. You want to hear another thing? Those guys. So the driving things happening. We go to the. We go to the concession stand. We've been to one or two movies over the past pandemic year. Uh, I wanted to see Freaky, so I, I definitely went to the movies. But one of the things that w- our theater was doing was they were packaging everything, including butter for the popcorn, right? And we went, we were, we got our popcorn, we ordered it on the mobile app, we got our popcorn, and we, my wife was like, "Where's the butter cups?" And the lady goes, "Oh no, the butter dispensers are up and working." Whoa, butter dispensers up and working! Everybody using the same butter dispensers. Oh, lock the door, people. Well, no whoa, whoa, whoa. it's fine. We're you all vaccinated. Yeah, but that, you touch each other's that, butter dispenser. <laughs> you can touch my butter anytime you want, Paul. But the thing is, that's a big deal, right? Like my my wife and I look at these are like, oh, really? Butter? I'll know. Butter? butter when we're fully butter. back, when Wendy's has the uh, the ketchup thing, when we're allowed to do our own and ketchup, and do, we're, do back. ketchup. We're, we're back. We're back. That's well, what America's and back. That, but that's what I mean. Like little things are happening where you kind of like go, okay, things are happening. Spiral opens Friday. It's a, one of the first major releases that's got a lot of push. And um, I'm not necessarily excited about Saw films in any way, shape, or form, but I do like Chris is Rock. Is it like a reboot or is it a continuation? I don't know what the fuck it is. It's it's Spiral from the Book of Saw. So and it's like so a separate I, movie? I, I think it's a separate movie. Because remember, so they're, building that a, it, they're building a Saw universe. <laughs> Just a bunch of serial killers got to unite and get... (laughs) Well, uh, a lot of the Saw movies towards the end were all just copycat people because he died of brain cancer in the third or fourth movie. I think he he didn't die of four. Three or four. I think three. I think he died in three, actually. I'm not really sure. I am not a Saw aficionado. Spiral Uh, the eight? I think it's eight. I think it's number eight. It's... It's a lot of Saw movies. It's a lot of it's a lot of movies where we we sit back and we go, how and why did that movie get made? Well, I kind but of felt the same way about Wrath of Man. The more I okay, sit with it, talk, the more talk, I don't talk. think it was that good. I think it's really good. I think it's. I, I think Jason I Statham phoned that movie in. No. Oh no no. no, we did, I, no we totally he was like, it. all right, just give me the we money. T- <laughs> we totally. Did. I, I actually think. I actually think it's. Statham has been has been kind of like hanging out and doing all these big Hollywood movies, and I think Wrath of Man is him getting back to being his badass. Bare, his bare knuckle day. Yeah, I think it, I it think wasn't it's, even like like it, it's it not a one note performance. Action guy, but like he never changed. Like his vo- like I like Statham, and he can act. But I feel like he's just monotone. Oh, I think, this whole no, movie no, no, is no. just like, ah. Oh, no, I think that's deliberate. I think that's a deliberate... I think the character... I think the character is is one... Even is when he's one... talking to his kid. <laughs> he's like, are you still the gangster guy? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you're well, no, like, I think... Get no, your I think, jacket. He didn't even I, change his tone. <laughs> Go well, fuck yourself. Get your jacket. Same, <laughs> same feeling that went into both. I liked it. I think the movie's gonna end up becoming a cult movie when it hits. I like, think it was fun because it's, it was and... like the mechanic. The mechanic wasn't good, but he was still badass in it. So it's like it's like a it's like Crank. I, it's not I gonna be a great movie. It's gonna be fun well, to watch. Right? No, no. He makes well. And here's the thing: Guy Ritchie has made maybe three really genius movies. You and shut a bunch your of... mouth, JW. There's a lot of great Guy Ritchie movies. There's not. 
There's really yes, not. Sir, there's more than I'll three. Get, there's not. Lock, Give stock, me more and than... snatch. Right out the Lock, gate. Lock, stock, Lock, stock and smoke barrels. The gentleman. There you got three. The gentleman and snatch are the three I'm thinking. So you, you've you named the three His I'm thinking. His King Arthur wasn't that bad. His King Arthur sucked. I liked it. Okay, Charlie give me, Hunter give me was a, the shit. Give me another movie. You gave me the three um, I was thinking of. So what guy was the Ritchie one before that... the gentleman. Exactly. Ex- exactly. That's a... IMDb. Oh, no, wait, I'll do it. I'll do it. I got you because I'm, 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 I'm a faster I'm... typer. Are you? <laughs> I've watched you type before. I'm already, I already there. Have I already have it. The Jerry TV have. series. Let's fucking go. Uh, <laughs> He's what? only writing that though. Wait. Okay. So wait. Let's go through. Let's go through his. Uh, his wait. He wrote the screenplay for Aladdin. What? <laughs> he helped. Um, okay. So let's go through the directing. Okay. So. Um, oh, there's a lot of stuff in here. I never heard of before and right they're bad movies so lock stock and two smoking barrels in 98 snatch in 2000 uh wait he directed Swep- aladdin no way <laughs> oh sherlock holmes jw you fuck <laughs> that's just good okay sherlock holmes revolver's in good no Ro- revolver's not good and rock yeah, and roll like is revolver. not good revolver rock and roll is bad rock and roll and revolver good. are terrible the, the one on the list that I actually feel bad about is that I, I actually thoroughly enjoy The Man from Uncle. Um, yeah, that movie, that kind of sucks. I'm sorry. I, 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 I like that movie a lot. Um, I want Aladdin another Man too? from Uncle. Who, who wants that? <laughs> who wants an Aladdin 2? Okay. Uh, Disney. Love, that Anybody? Was any, weird, any, uh, that was a weird foray. That was a weird rabbit But hole. I enjoyed the movie. I thought I thought Wrath of Man was actually pretty good. I thought it was him getting back to his gritty source material. I did have a feeling watching it in the first first 20 30 minutes where it was just i felt like it was just really guy dialogue for guy dialogue like it was right it was out a of a man like, man movie it was a yeah. very manly movie like when people make fun of dick size and i was just like kind of like sitting there going i don't need any of this i just want the revenge stuff just give me the revenge stuff and also like just like the very you know feminine woman working in a very manly world and she has to act all manly because and i was just like okay so that's kind of one note but i liked statham i thought statham did a great job um, well, Guy so, Ritchie really leans into dude tropes. He like, does. Female characters but have I never think, done a lot. But in his I think, he, but I think his movies are better when he uses he uses them for comedic effect and not to be serious. Like if you look at Snatch or Lock or Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels, the male persona is thrown out there as a way to make fun of things. Right. As a way to make fun of how stupid and dumb we are as animals. Right. Right. This one, there's no... It's not humorous. It's not... Like, the there's audience was laughing. No. No, the audience is laughing, but not in a good way. Like, the audience was like, holy shit. laughing because it was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, who says well, that anymore? Because it, it was almost, like, super corny. It was, like, corny. Did you feel like it was corny? Yes. It was very corny in the sense that I thought that the lines were, were groan-inducing. They were not yeah. funny, witty, snappy things like the gentleman. No. The Gentleman's they a were, witty movie. The Gentleman, right. if the nobody's quick, if you get, watch The Gentleman, it's a great movie. And it's then a great watch movie. This Under, highly underrated. Highly, highly underrated. And McConaughey plays a similar character to Statham, although considerably less dangerous but than considerably Statham. Better. But considerably better. Considerably better because McConaughey. No, I think Statham puts effort. I think no, the, the whole. No. I think it was all. I think it was all designed that way. 
I, I would tell to take a poll from this show that people watch Wrath of Man, and you tell me Jason Statham tried in that movie, or he just thought about the ten million dollars. Lola is do. not Lola is not a fan of the Aladdin, and she feels the yeah, sequel it's the worst. Will Smith one. I didn't, I didn't know hate, Guy Ritchie I didn't hate directed the Will Smith that. One. So, I didn't hate the Will Smith one, but I didn't anyway, know he directed it. Um, Guy we'll Ritchie get some more. We'll get some more news. So I, I like Wrath of Man. I think it was a pretty decent action movie. It's got it's got a heist thing. It's kind of like it could have been way better. It was pretty. Could have been better. But it's kind of like a heat movie fused with a revenge thriller. I think and that's insulting. Like I think, heat like what? Because of how bad this movie was. <laughs> Heat's awesome. Well, every everything everything is insulting to Heat because nothing can hold a shadow to Heat. You can rewatch Heat over and over again, and and all the the guys in that movie are all like all at the height of their their game. Pacino's really good in it. De Niro's really good in it. Val Kilmer's really Val Kilmer's actually. The best Val Kilmer's ever been on screen in that movie, except for maybe Top Gun, right? Right. Um, but it, it's one of those things where we, you know, I, I think in five years when it's running on loop on TNT, a little bit cut up. I think people. I almost will fall, feel like TNT forces it. movies to be cult <sighs> movies because you just watch them over and over, again. over and over again. Like, right. Well, that's true. That's a, but movies Jerry have become real genius. That's, a, that's actually, actually a really good Val Kilmer movie. That's a great Val Kilmer movie. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Jerry, Jerry makes a valid point about real genius. Um, but let's let's do movie motivation, and then we're going to talk. Intro, baby. Let's go. You got it? Yeah. Run it. Did I get one last week, or am I no, still on a cold No, streak? you're... T- you're t- <laughs> You did not get it. You did it. You did terrible last week. Liz Yuzerski joining us. How are you? Good, guys. How are you? How's it going? She's, look at us. She's in a well-lit room with no chance of anything sneaking up behind her. I've got toys that could come to life behind me. You've got your closet where you could be killed from, Paul. She's in a well-lit, cute room, as, as what I would expect. How are you doing? How is May treating you? Are you ready for, are you ready for the summer? Wait, I just, I was listening, you know, the whole time. I just, I want to mention two quick things. First off, did you guys know that Guy Ritchie was married to Madonna? You probably don't know that. I no, do know I, that. I knew that. He made, a, knew he, made that. A, he made a terrible movie called Swept Away because he was married to Madonna. And believe me, <laughs> Guy Ritchie knows it. I know. Kidding, kidding. <laughs> the other thing is, um, you guys are talking about the butter dispensers. Don't ever bring those back. Like There are some things that should go, that being one of them. And how about salad bars? No more salad. That's it. We're, we're no done. more salad bars. No, I love salad bars. No. The Movie Tuesday salad bar is legit. It's so good. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I don't know that we're ever going to get some stuff back, but like the butter dispenser thing was like the weirdest thing because we've gotten so we've been to two or three movies. And we've gotten so accustomed to getting the butter in little packets and then asking for extra packets of butter. And then, like, the lady's like, no, no, butter dispenser's up and running. There's napkins in it and everything. I'm like, ooh, napkins. See, the great thing of those things is to avoid the judgment. So you get the own butter dispenser. You can just go ham and nobody judges you. But if you, you have somebody what? else doing the ham. Oh, no, it doesn't. You, you're still doing the pump. No, no, there's no pump. Ours is, a, is an automated thing. You just press a little red button. And it just dispenses the butter. And you just hold oh. it in? And you just hold the popcorn underneath it and move it around. Oh. No puppet. No pumping You're whatsoever. You're just there for 10 minutes. It's, just... literally, <laughs> it's literally the laziest butter thing ever. Um, it's the opposite of a butter churn. It's, 
butter churn, do a lot of work, get some butter. This you press like literally just stick your stick your chubby digit out and you get like tons of butter. Um, <laughs> but so I mean, are you ready for summer? I know you're you just had some good news in your family. Son's getting ready to go to college. You just got accepted. Yes, he's going to Monmouth University, so it's close by. So super excited that he'll, he'll still he's, live here. He's close. He's <laughs> yes. close. He's close. I, I can. I, I still have my hooks in him a little bit. Yes, but I still have to do his laundry. So there's there's that trade off. <laughs> no, there's, there's an up and down. Yeah. You're also writing for a, a, a magazine now. What are you writing for? What are you doing? Yeah, so it's a it's a magazine called Franchise Dictionary Magazine, and we talk to franchisors and franchisees, and we kind of advertise their businesses to get more franchisees to come on board. So it's fun. So, so it's like a Shark Tank magazine. It's like a hey, come, you you should be a franchisee of this particular company. That's pretty cool. What's and the hottest I, franchise to try and what, get yeah, into? What's, other what's your hottest away? franchise right now? Well, I can't really <laughs> say because I write for a lot of. <laughs> Uh, that's a good so, answer. That's a blip. I that's put you on the spot. You couldn't choose one. There's a they bunch of them, I'm sure. They're all great. There you go. Monmouth University was the site of the first Annie movie. That's right. Have, Daddy Warbucks. And Daddy Warbucks. We have we have random random facts that shoot out of our brains just like they shoot out of our people who watch the show right out of their brains. Um, so I, I don't know if you know this list, but Paul's on a, on a cold streak. Paul an Paul is on an ep- he's on an aggressive I've been losing everything. He, he literally might get the nickname the cooler is how bad things are going right now. He hasn't been able to get any movie motivation. Hasn't been when he has one movie motivation, his picks aren't doing well in the badass tournament. It's not going well, Liz. So you are here you're here to maybe I, I don't know if you're gonna throw him a softball. I don't know what's gonna happen. I am hoping that for his sake, as somebody that, that is on a podcast called Loud and Nerdy that somebody saves him. They need to throw him like a life preserver or something. Um, This is true. He is so cold. Sub-Zero is warmer. That is true. When Paul walks into a building and there's guessing going on, the walls just ice up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, clearly I am the loud of the nerdy. (laughs) Loud and nerdy. You're the nerdy. I'm the loud. That's how it works. So, you know how movie motivation works? The last time you did it, I'm going to say, though, the last time you did it, you you were a little nervous. You were in the dark. This is like the new effervescent light you. You're all ready to go. Not really. I I like the dark a lot better, I have to say. (laughs) Don't turn the light off if you feel comfortable. (laughs) It makes you feel more comfortable. There's so many things that could go wrong. There's so many things that could go wrong with that statement, Liz, and I'm not going to hold them to you, but I like the dark so much better. (laughs) 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 Paul Pity is a form of love. That's true. Paul Pity is a form of love. Um, Paul yeah, but she had the eye roll at the end, which is bullshit. So, like you just, you like gave me a nice <laughs> thing, but then rolled your eyes about it. So, <laughs> well, everybody's rolling, everybody's rolling their eyes at you right now. I'm, I'm up ten to five in the badass game. I just figured that out today. I'm up ten to five. I'm just losing I've, in my I, own wow. idea. Which I, is bullshit. I, yeah, it's your idea, and I've, I've taken your idea and totally usurped it. It's amazing. I'm just picking winners. I just, I like. I picked the Kentucky Derby winner, but then I found out I, he cheated. And that's oh, how yeah. Won. He's but, on roids. He's out. It is what it is. It is. It, what, what do you want? Another horse junkie? I, I don't know. Um, anyway, what a crock of shit that is. But anyway. Wait, you're um, a horse junkie or the horse was a junkie? The horse is a junkie. <laughs> what? Okay. Well, you could, well, you could be. Well, 
I know. I thought you like. So we're trying to say you really like horses. Yeah, you could like horse racing and be a horse junkie. Yeah. And then you could have a horse that is doing like all kinds of stuff that the horse is doing, and he's a junkie. And you know, they knew he just had like he just wanted to start dancing, and he was always asking somebody to do to help him with his screenplay. It was rough. They knew he was a junkie. Um, Was he on cocaine? No, he was on he was on a a, uh, methamphetamine to increase his healing. I think is what it was. They did a rub on the outside of his leg. But that doesn't explain how it got into his bloodstream. There's all kinds of questions, Paul. Why? Why ask? They're just rich. They should people just give all the horses edibles choice. and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody runs. They just hang out at the pregnancy. We just hang yeah. out. Okay, uh, so we're gonna do we're gonna do movie motivation. We we love having you on. Thank you for coming on. It's been a long time coming, and you're you're getting your second shot tomorrow too, right? So be tomorrow. careful. I got my second shot. I got hammered like like. The Forge of the Gods. I got crushed. And well, Paul I will look me. forward to that then. Thank you so oh, no. much. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Way to add dread to our day, JW. I'm just warning like, oh. people. I'm just letting people know. It's not a bad thing. It's just, uh, you know, have plenty of fluids, acetaminophen or whatever you can take. Um, but just be ready. Like, it's not... The second one is... Like, everybody's like, oh, I got the first shot. My arm hurts. It's like, okay, that's great. Then you get the second shot. And it's like, oh my God. Holy shit. The world kind of just... You feel your body kind of just like, oh wow, that hurts. You know, like just weird. Even better, great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lizzie, we've we've had plenty of times where our bodies are just kind of crumpled, and like when we were drinking in the basements of Scranton, Scranton establishments. So the thing is, oh, it's like a bad time. hangover. Then is what you're yes. saying. Yes, all right. I That's just what did it that, felt so. like. <laughs> <laughs> I just did that for Mother's Day. Everything's great. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're gonna do three, two, one. And then I'm going to say action. You're going right. to do the scene. But wait, okay. Yeah. I just have to tell you guys one quick thing. So there's like a costume change in the middle, but you'll get it. Okay. When there's I put the costume change. on. Right. Wow. There's a okay. costume change in the middle. Holy yeah. shit, Paul. This must be so the first fucked. time in history of a you're costume so change. Screwed. We have a costume change. Movie but you're, you're going to, but this is bad, Paul. Like you're, you don't do good when it's regular, let alone somebody doing a costume change. But wait, you know, it might help me. Yeah, I'll, I'll, well, I'll put my costume on. You guys ready? <laughs> yeah. Ready? All right. Perfect. Perfect. It's a solid costume. It's a solid I, costume. I worked really hard well, on it. So. I, just, I, just, I just want to point out that this is the costume that gets Superman through his day every day. <laughs> people don't know yeah. that Clark Kent is Superman, so it works perfectly. Liz isn't even here. Three. Are we ready? <laughs> exactly. What? Okay. Three, two, one, action. Years ago at St. Boniface, there was a priest. But I had Father Scully then. Here there's no man I could go to. Men run everything. We are going to have to stop him ourselves. Here we go. She got it. Takes a cat. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. See? Wow. <laughs> no chance of this. I have no idea. <laughs> I Come can't on. even have a guess. I don't even have a guess. Takes a cat. Do you Oof. know JW? I don't think I do. I was I was gonna say something like, um I was thinking like that Meryl Streep movie, the truth movie, proof. I was Close. thinking. 
Don't put me on the spot. This is Paul's <laughs> failure. Um, the devil wears Prada. It, it is it the no. devil wears Prada? There's no, no priest in the no. There's no priest in the devil wears no, Prada. But, but so it's got to be a Meryl Streep thing. Yeah. Uh, wait, does Lola know it? Lola in the chat is like, Lola, well, clearly that Lola was awesome. <laughs> and uh, Lola is a performer too, and she's saying that's awesome. So uh, yeah. I, you did, you did great. You did great, Liz. You were a, you were a huge performer in college, so everybody should know that. Um, did a lot of shows. We were talking about that. Um, we were talking before Paul has to guess. I'm trying to give him more time. Uh, we were talking about that, like um, you know, with Ren, Ren, my good friend, passing away. Liz was a very good friend with him as well. And we were talking about the sheer volume of shows we did that those two years we were all together. We were in a lot of shows that (laughs) we just bounced from show like, oh, when are the auditions? Okay, I'll be there. When are the auditions for that one? Okay, I'll be uh, like, we all did so many shows like right in a row. Boom, 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 boom. Like The Visit, Working, Liar. You know what I mean? So many shows. Um, Yes. Yeah, they were. They was were it spotlight. Yeah. It no, spotlight? but along those lines, it is okay. He doesn't know. I don't doubt. Doubt. doubt? That's what. The, that's when I was saying proof. Doubt. That's the one I was thinking. That's yes, what I was I thinking. Know, yes. I know. I know. I knew it. Ah, d- wow. That's terrible. Paul gets another one wrong. Paul, what are you like over? <laughs> You're O for the year. I mean, what is this episode fifty? I'm O for. <laughs> I don't even know. It's like not o- great. It's, not it's like great. the last. It's at least the last ten. At least the last ten. I haven't got one. At least the last while. ten. Yeah, yeah I thought that was pretty easy too, but it yeah, was. Well, no, 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 no. It's, it's not judging you. <laughs> you would think a lot of them were easy. You would think for a me, lot. But they're not. They're he, not. This Paul is one of, the, and this is what I'll, I'll hold Paul to the very day. We had somebody from a Rocky Horror Shadowcast on who did a Rocky Horror. <laughs> I hate the story. A rock, who did a Rocky Horror uh, monologue that clearly had Rocky Horror characters in it. Yeah. And he was like, I have no idea. I, d- I just don't know. And I, I'm like, I talked myself kidding? out of it. He did talk himself out of it, but it was like, oh. I was oh, like, it's it, clearly oh. too easy to be Rocky Horror. It's clearly too it was. easy. You know, what, you know what else is really easy? Talking to you, Liz. Always Aww. easy. It's always a Aww. pleasure. It's always good seeing you. And, have fun with uh, you guys. Uh, yeah, we have a good time with well, you too. I, I hate that the I hate that we've had to talk more only because somebody passed away. And I think one of the things I'm going to say about the podcast and about everything, what I, one of the things I love about the podcast is that everybody comes together for the podcast. We come together to watch the podcast or to pay attention in the group and and everybody p- participates. We had a we had a post this week that went over three thousand wow. <laughs> shares and craziness. Uh, it was all about the word moist. It was wild. There was a lot of uh, replace replace the title of a movie with the with moist, and a lot of people don't like saying the word moist. And I was helping people like fix some of their titles because they were better. Like I thought there were better ways. Like you could hit this at a different angle, and it's much better. Um, but but that's the great thing about the podcast, and the great thing about seeing you, and and about having people come on and and hanging out with Paul every Tuesday night now. Um, it's a good place where everybody gets back together and gets to see everybody. And I love seeing you and I enjoy your company and I, I will, I promise to keep in touch and we'll keep on talking. I'll, I'll send you a little note and be like, hi, how you doing? What's going on? How's your summer? Aww. And we'll, we'll do that. And, uh, but thank you for coming on. Thank you guys I, for having me. 
No, you're 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 a beast. You're an absolute beast. That's what every two, woman wants to hear, by the way. Two characters <laughs> in that. Well, not in a bad way. I'm not a good beast. It could be like it's a happy beast. Um, not like a beast of burden, more like be- Beauty and the Beast. Like uh, something happy. But um, except I'm the beast. And... <laughs> no, you're, well, you also you're said earlier you liked it in the you're... dark better, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't it's know. true, like any good beast would. <laughs> like any good beast. I stay on that side of the castle. Yeah. Uh, um, but thank you for coming on. Have a great night. Good luck to your son, both sons. I know both sons are worrying, are participating in sports right now. Good luck with everything. Thank you for coming on. We love you. Do you still have Thank one home left? You. One still I, at I, home? And I one have um, two still at home then. I, so I have three. So all three uh, of them will be at home. But yeah, it's good stuff. Three nice. three, set, three sets of laundry. Paul's like, that's not good. That's, that's, that's a lot, a lot of, of boy. That's a lot of boy laundry. What are their ages? You got uh, 18, 18, 16, and 11. So. Jesus. Don't pick, socks, Just Don't pick gross. up any socks, Liz. Don't pick up any socks. Gross. They were in the socks, Liz. Just a Why'd warning. you go that direction? <laughs> I was. She was talking about laundry, and I, I immediately went there, and she's got 18, 16, What sports do they 11. play? What sports? So uh, my oldest, he just had his last track meet. He throws the shot put. And... Oh, that's the safest one. That's one of the safest ones. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, Matt's going to play football this year, and Brendan Ooh. does baseball and basketball and flag football. Oh, so it's a lot. Yeah, no, so he's like the well-rounded no. athlete. He is like, I can do yeah, anything. He's everything. I think Kyle will vouch for this, but hockey equipment is the stinkiest of all sports equipment combined. And then it's probably football <laughs> equipment, and then all the other ones are fine. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else. in hockey, over. like you have to get that immediately. If it sits somewhere, like it could kill somebody. <laughs> what happened? Yeah. Those pads. Those pads were from a game. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, Liz, I'm, I'm letting you go. Get out of here. Have all a right, good Tuesday night. Thank you for coming on. We'll talk to you again soon. Have a great show. Bye. Bye. She's a peach. She's an absolute. Super cool, amazing woman, and just you know, a good friend. I'm glad. I'm glad I got. Yeah, that's the story Kyle told me. He told me yeah, he got pulled over by cops and, and they searched pad. his goalie gear, and it was disgusting. Well, yeah, I can imagine. Plus, it was Kyle's goalie gear, so I can't be. Yeah, Kyle's a big boy. Like he probably didn't have any socks either. <laughs> I know Kyle didn't have any socks. Uh, Jerry, Jerry says, "Good luck finding matching socks to begin with." That's true. The sock demons that we all I have. I still can't find matching socks. I just keep buying um, more socks. Yeah, actually, that happens a lot. Uh, like my wife and I buy socks. Like every time, it seems like every time we go to Target, I buy socks. And then what'll happen is the socks you buy one time will be different from the socks you buy the second time. And the second time socks, what eventually inevitably happens is the first set of socks gets matched with the second set of socks. So they don't actually match, but like my but your wife or significant other or whatever looks at you and goes, that's fine. They're socks. They work together. Go. Oh, you've never gotten, I've had girls go, your socks don't match. And I'm like, they go in shoes. Who gives a fuck? And they're like, well, you take your shoes off. Oh no, no. My, like, my wife's the Stop opposite. Stop looking at my feet. Kelly's the opposite. Kelly would be the like, weirdo? who gives a shit? They're covering your feet. Nobody cares. People charge for that on OnlyFans. Stop looking at it. <laughs> Stop looking at my feet. Um, what other what other good news of the week have we had? I was I sent you a couple of cool things. Um, it was good. It was good seeing Liz again. Um, I, I do want to. I we talked a little bit about Wrath of Man. 
Let's talk a little bit about the Venom trailer. I, people are kind of excited. I'm only excited about a Spider-Man movie made by by Sony because Woody Harrelson's involved. Any, I can't think of any other reason to be excited. Like, I think Woody Harrelson playing Carnage is perfect. But these movies look so rushed and they look so junky. The first Venom grows... Venom 2. Yeah. No, I like the first one. You didn't like the first one? No. First one's mediocre. First one's... First one's silly. Tom Hardy made it. Tom Hardy's great in whatever he's in, but the movie wasn't great. And they're rushed because they're trying to make sure they keep the license for for Spider-Man. So I, I think the only thing to look forward to in... Um, you know, the Carnage one is basically Woody Harrelson's playing Carnage. It's a good casting, but everything else looks kind of basic. It looks, it looks basic unless I'm they have not a big, how I sure how I feel of the relationship with Venom and that's like, a are they trying to make it a comedy action? Like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't remember that. Was it like, no, that Carnage, the no, Carnage is an, uh, Carnage absolutely wants to kill Venom. Well, Carnage, no, but I'm talking about Venom's relationship with Eddie, where they're like he's making him breakfast and shit, and like he's like well, a now like a character that talks to like regular people. Like, what? Well, no, no. In the trailer, I think they give a, a very ample idea that that the voice he can't. Eddie's hearing the thoughts. We're hearing the thought bubbles too. But like when he says we can kill Mrs. Chu now, right? Because she doesn't have the candy that she promised. And he's like, uh, and she's like, what did he say? And, oh, nothing. So no, Venom, she says hi to Venom in the trailer. She says hi, but he and he waves with his little like symbiotic yeah. thing. But I don't think she he can. I don't think he communicates with her. Mm. I think it's. I think we're going to get to the movie, and that's not going to be what the case is. The case is that all of it's going to be going on in Eddie's head. Um. Ah, see, Lola digs the Matt socks. Good to know. Good. <laughs> that is good to know. Um, she's very coordinated, so I don't know that she, I'm surprised at that, actually. I could easily see her being the person that's like, no, you, you're going to have to go change your socks. With you, Paul, anyway. Like, I could literally easily say that. Um, but this trailer, I don't know that there's anything exciting in it, except for the fact that there's Carnage. And I think Carnage and Venom are the two of the most overrated Spider-Man things going. Like, <sighs> But it's just... Sony and DC just can't get their shit together, because Tom Hardy's a great Eddie Brock. And yes. their their venom is good. Just the movies are trash. <laughs> so are we gonna force this into Spider Man? Because that's the new or, rumor no, or, is that this is going to. We're, we're gonna force Spider Man into Venom is what I think is gonna happen. Well, because think... if you, uh, well, TikTok of course, where I get all my shitty fan theories that never come true. They point out that a detective in the new Venom trailer is reading the Daily Bugle, which means he now is, Eddie is in is New York, not San Francisco. Yes, he is definitely. Um, he is definitely reading the Daily Bugle. That is definitely happening. But I would. What if? What if we get there and it's not? It's not going to be Tom. I'm telling you right now, it's not going to be Tom Holland. I think it's going to be Andrew well, Garfield. I well, think you it's going to be. Remember, I said that a while ago that that's what's fucking happening, and I don't like it. I don't like it that they're setting up that now there's going to be two Spider-Man working simultaneously, that Sony's going to have their own Spider-Man and the MCU's going to have their own Spider-Man, and I'm going to hate that. I'm going to hate it. 
But the reason the Andrew Garfield and all those other ones are done is because it was done wrong. Let's not go back and keep fucking it up. But I would argue, I would argue with you that the Garfield Emma Stone that that was good. That a lot of the Spider-Man stuff in the Garfield versions was good. That he got bogged down, his Spider-Man and the franchise got bogged down with terrible villains, bad scripts. You know what I mean? And so making, why go back? Well, you have a Spider-Man because, now that's phenomenal. You, we have a Spider-Man now that's phenomenal, but it's phenomenal because he's part of the MCU. Right, it's so stop, don't fuck with it. And, Sony's well, still making money from it, so let's, hey... Don't touch it. Let us let the professionals do the work. Is what you you basically. I agree. I, I listen. Know. I know Venom's trash and like it's a mess. But Tom Hardy's great, and Tom Hardy and Tom Holland in the same movie could be really fun. Even though it's not the it proper could. Venom, it could still be fun. It let could the MCU fun. do it. <laughs> I don't know that I want Venom anywhere near the MCU at all. Like I I look at that and I just go, no, 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 no. Please stay well, away. They see I, I, I dollar just, signs. Well, they all, of I course mean, they see dollar signs. Because if Venom, Venom and Carnage crosses... Venom even, right. Venom, Venom, Venom let there be Carnage. If it grosses a billion dollars, nobody's going to give a shit. I think it has potential because of Woody Harrelson. I like Woody Harrelson. It's also adding the, uh, the, the Venom character Shriek, which is a lady, kind of like a lady character, which is kind of a lady badass, which is good. So I think they could do... If they decide to... Like, what's really interesting... They, if they have Woody Harrelson and another female uh, playing off Carnage and, and Shriek, you could have like a natural born killers in the in the Spider Man world, which could right. be could be kind of fun. How depending on how you do it, I don't know. Well, I, I don't see I'm, anything. I think one person summed it up best with it with their response. The trailer is like it's meh, and the first movie was meh, except for Hardy. And the only cool thing about the trailer is the funny shit with the breakfast. Like that's and we're still gonna it. go see it though. That's the thing. Yeah, no, no, we're gonna go see it. It's not we're like all it's jon- bad enough. Or we're, we're like, all I'm not jonesing. See that. We're all jonesing to go to movies. Um, we're, no, we're all because doing- it's enjoyable. It's a superhero movie. But my point is that if Spider Man, I think we're in a worrisome place. And I've always said that I'm worried about Spider Man Three because I think they're unlocking a lot of potential problems. And we always say the MCU nails it, but they're gonna nail it until the one time they don't. And I kind of feel like they're yeah, setting but I don't it up for this one time, time they, to not. The, the one time they don't isn't gonna be a Spider-Man movie. Well, if the you're one time Multiverse they, of Madness, and you got all these old Spider-Mans, and you're trying to help Sony out so they can have their own Spider-Man franchise again, so you can get Tom Holland to yourself, is uh, okay. Okay. Not um, great. Ha- how about this? A couple. Uh, we're we're on a Tuesday. But there are a couple of big anniversaries today. The first major anniversary on this day in 1969, Monty Python was born. Are you are, now? I a little bit ahead the of the group your time. itself or the movie? The group itself. Uh, Monty Python born 29 years ago, or uh, in 1969, so 31. 52 years ago, Monty Python is born. 52. Um, 52. 69. That's wild. So. Th- 52 years ago. Um, and so the question is, are you a Monty Python fan? Did you did you watch Monty Python? I love um, Monty Python. I love okay. all Monty Python. Do you, um, I think their movies are some of the funniest movies we're ever going to, like we're ever going to get. They're more reverent and, and they actually get better with it. Like uh, Life of Brian and Holy 
people and the meaning of life all get better with age. They don't get less funny. They are, they're still funny. I mean, I don't know if there's anything as a fat person who loves fat comedy than do you want a mint? It's razor thin and having the giant guy explode after he's eaten the big dinner and he just like, he explodes in meaning of life. It's one of my favorite things ever, ever. Cause John Cleese has the mint and he puts it in his mouth and then he runs because he knows <laughs> the guy's going to explode. I, I don't know that you can get any, but like, and that's thing like the spam stuff. Um, any of like, like favorites, like where I look at it and I just, I watch old, like, old stuff, you know, where there, there were, you know, prerequisites for in my house with, before I got to kids in the hall, before I got to Saturday Night Live, really enjoying them. I watched Monty Python a lot. And it gave me some of my, like my comedic sensibilities are, you know, I have no problem when I get it to, if there's a coconut shells in my house, clicking them <laughs> together, like I'm riding a horse. So well, I, the thing about Monty Python is that, when you rewatch their comedies, they're still good, and they're, they're not funny. offensive. The, the type of comedy it is, <laughs> it's just fun. It, it's you know what just, I mean? Like, it, it, there's very little you can get offended at with Monty right. Python because because they hit everyone. So it's right. It's very hard. Like, it, there's nothing. Like, if you're telling me like nobody cannot laugh at um, trying to find shrubberies, like nobody wants shrubberies. And the only thing the the only thing they want the knights of me want are shrubberies. I want another shrubbery, and we can put two yeah. shrubberies together, and we can make a little path. Like it's just <laughs> it's crazy. And then like you know the black knight, and then you know it's only a flesh wound. Like how many times in your life have you have you uttered Monty Python things just as a response to things? Like and that's what I think is the true testament of great comedy is when you right. like. If you're in a situation that's comedic and you're just like, oh, it's only a flesh wound, like you're you're paying homage to them, but it's it's so ingrained in us. Like, you know, I don't, what do you have for breakfast? Spam. I'm having spam. Spam sausage, spam eggs. Go spam, away spam. or I shall taunt you a second time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um what's the what's the what's the what's the what what, what is what's the flying speed of an African swallow? I don't know. We're in Europe. We don't have African swallows. <laughs> like it just, it just the brilliance and simplicity and just obnoxious. Tis but a scratch. Tis merely a flesh wound. Um, and you know, just ridiculous stuff like the holy hand grenade, or my favorite of all time, which is um, whenever I watch a horror movie and there's like, you know, I'm like, I was like, what is that? What is that monster? Whatever. What's going on over? I don't know. It's it's like a rabbit. It's got big bucky teeth like this. And then the rabbit comes out of the hole, and they're like, "It's just a rabbit." And then the rabbit starts attacking people. It's like, "Oh my god, that's the that's the funniest thing ever!" Like it, and they don't they don't get any older, but they're fifty two years old. Some of them are gone. You know, John Cleese is still pumping around. He's doing a lot of different things, right. but you know, they were they were special, and they still are special. Like Michael Palin's doing a bunch of stuff. John Cleese is doing a bunch of stuff, and they John never. John Cleese is one of the people fighting for comedy. Not many yes, people he, are fighting. Yes, he's a big proponent of let let's just laugh. If we laugh, yeah, if it's we'll, funny, it's funny. It's funny, it's funny. Free speech, uh, but and all but that. that movie that is that happened. Monty Python formed fifty two years ago to the day, and then the other thing I want to talk about really quick, um, kind of an underrated gem of a movie. Right, ready? Knight's Tale turns twenty. 
A Knight's Tale is 20 years old. Opened May 11th, 2001. Uh, Heath Ledger, uh, buzzy, buzzy movie. You know what I mean? Uh, lots of uh, cool things going on with it. Um, Brian Hell Helligan, who directed uh, uh, L.A. Confidential, right. uh, directed the film. Um, and there's like, and it's one of those movies where I think it's one of those movies where you looked at, at Heath Ledger and just went, he can carry an entire movie. He can like, he can literally, he can carry a whole movie. Now he didn't get it. He didn't get where we needed him to be. I mean, but it's one of those legendary roles where the movie's not that great, but he's fantastic in it. And you can't, you can't tell me you don't get jazz watching that movie. Like that movie's exciting and it's fun and it's you know you know it's got good action sequences. It's got a great cast: Mark Addy, Alan Tiddick, Paul Bettany before he became you know Vision, um, Shannon Sossman. You know, so it's just it's a lot of fun. Rufus Sewell. <laughs> it's a great movie. Are you talking about Heath Ledger, Lola? Is also so dreamy in that movie. I, yeah, but that's the thing about Heath. There's there's nothing I don't know. Like that's a, not a bad thing in saying, right? There's not a movie where he's not super dreamy, and, and even the Joker well, I mean, is charismatic. Is he fuckable as the Joker? I think he is. Yeah. I, I it's not it's not my. It's like a it's weird. My... It's a poll question: Is Heath Ledger's Jokeable fuckable? <laughs> the, <laughs> Heath Ledger's Joker fuckable. There's the I mean, answer. Lola says yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, he's, again, you have to be careful in that in that fuckable situation because he is <laughs> holding yes. <laughs> He is holding a knife to your mouth while you're right. talking to him. Well, some people um, like danger. So. <laughs> Danger's a word. Um, right. but yeah, but but that movie is one of those movies where like it's it's got a great soundtrack. It's got it, it wasn't a huge hit, but now it's one of those cult movies where it's got a lot of buzz and people people talk about it very lovingly more than they did when it first came out. Um, so I just thought we'd I'd talk about that for a second. I think it's one of those. Um, one of those movies that, you know, is kind of like has kind of jumped up through the years as because of the people that were in it that went on to other things, and I, I think it's an important movie. So, what do you think? Right, I think it was a good movie. I, Heath Ledger has a lot of underrated movies. A lot of people, I mean, well, not underrated, but that's proper. Dead. I think they're properly rated. Like, properly rated. But he had, um, he had a an abundance of things where, where as you progress and you go. Well, the, you know, what could have happened, what could have been, how big a star could he have been? He probably would have been one of the bigger stars we've ever seen. Like, I think, you know what I mean? If you look back at his stuff, like, you look at 10 Things I Hate About You. He was in The Patriot where he showed off against Mel Gibson, who's in A Knight's Tale. He was in Monster's Ball. Four Feathers kind of failed. Ned Kelly kind of failed. The Order kind of failed. But Lords of Dogtown was pretty good. Brothers Grimm was a, kind of a happy mistake. It was uh, fun. Yeah, it's a happy mistake. It's not a great movie, but it's it's easy to watch. Brokeback Mountain, where he absolutely blew the doors off, acting-wise. Um, Casanova, Candy, I'm Not There. Dark Knight takes it up a notch as the Joker, and then he ends with the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. Which so, he didn't finish. Which he never finished, so they had to they had to build the scenes around, um, you know, do like some heavy lifting well, back. What was behind the story the behind that movie? That a lot of actors volunteered to finish the movie, playing his part. And then donated the money to his family or something. I forget. Yeah, they donated because it was uh, was it Colin? What what two actors? I think it was Colin. It was Colin Farrell. 
and Johnny was, Depp, right? It was Colin Farrell. I think it was. Uh, I think there it was Colin. I think it was Colin Farrell and Johnny Depp. It might be Colin Farrell and Johnny Depp. Hold on, let's see if we can find it. We like to do research on the show, but not actually. <laughs> we need one we're... of those dudes we can point to that just look it up for us, so it doesn't. <laughs> uh, as someday when we hit when we hit a thousand oh, members, Garfield was in this movie. What? Um, um, Imaginary Fletcher's so far down on this because he's not in a lot of scenes. Well, where does it say the other characters that played what the Imaginarium Tony? So Johnny Depp, Jude Law. I was Jude Law. Colin Farrell. Colin. Yeah, three of them did it. That's yeah, cool um, no, no, that, that that is really cool. And they all donated the money to his daughter. So pretty cool. Um, yeah, Depp, Law, Farrell. Um, and actually, basically, they built it into the movie, too, so that the, he physically transformed right. in the Imaginarium to different people. It's actually not a bad movie. It's not a great movie, but it's one of those movies where it's it's you know Terry Gilliam. It's a little bit off the wall. Um, well, it probably got derailed when you had to kind of rewrite the script to factor in that you had to have yeah, different actors. But but I think Ledger still endures, and I think A Knight's Tale is one of the first times people legitimately ran into him and and fell in love with like you know he was on the poster. He was the po- you know what I mean? Like everything about him right. was you know that he was a star. And I, I just think it's one of those movies that. Deserves to be talked about a little bit. So we did that. I'm happy about that. Let's. <laughs> I, I I'm I'm happy. I like getting stuff in when we can get it in. Right. I mean, my, we have Monty Python and a Knight's Tale in the same episode. I'm I'm ecstatic. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, but I I wish I still wish it was here. Like it's like we we lost a very talented kid. Um, but so, um, what else are we looking at? One of the big things about the week. I don't know about you. I don't know if you grew up with it, Paul. And I have to ask, Legends of the Hidden Temple is coming back. But it is not coming back with kids, Paul. It's adults? It's going to be adults. Hell yeah. How do so, I sign up? I think I was going to say, I, I was thinking I about it earlier. definitely sign up. I'm on um, the show. And Let's I would go. say, again, once again, the gate to Olmec's temple is about to open. But this time, it's for grown-ups. We're calling for brave seekers and fearless competitors who are at least 21 years of age to cross the moat, ascend the steps of knowledge, race through Omex Temple, avoiding the dreaded temple guards, and put their knowledge and fortitude to the test in the adventure of a lifetime. Team once again, teams once again retrieve ancient artifacts and return to the rightful heir in order to win prizes and all the glory promised by legends of the hidden temple. Um, and this is what it says. And the, the this is the casting thing. If you grew up on Legends of the Hidden Temple and dreamed of your own epic temple run, it's time to live that dream. Seeking teams of two are able to be in the Los Angeles area during the month of July who work well together and want to prove they have what it takes. Legends superfans are a plus. Are you and a friend ready to become Legends? Choice is yours and yours alone. Apply now and let's rock. The whole month of July? Or just parts of July? Well, I would assume that they would work around it, but are you going to be in... Because I am free the first two weeks of July. (laughs) Time to go to L.A. Um, <laughs> so the Fisher Cast News has a series of questions for any teams that apply. Uh, in addition to personal information questions, form asks for information like strengths and weaknesses of your proposed team, special abilities and knowledge in these categories, human body, geography, science, history, and pop culture. If you do all the physical shit and go into the temple, I'll answer all the questions. <laughs> what, do you just stay outside the temple? <laughs> I'll just stay outside. <laughs> I don't actually fuck around with the, the temple guards. 
it also asks you about your feelings and favorite parts of the Legends of the Temple show, but also hints at what physical challenges you might be asked to do. Uh, can you comfortably swim 200 feet without assistance? Um, do you have allergies or asthma? Do you get claustrophobia in small spaces? And I'm out. Do you get dizzy easily? How small? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's how I'd answer the email. I'd be like, how small is this? <laughs> like, how are, small you afraid, are, are you afraid of heights? And what's the most embarrassing <laughs> thing you would do to be on the show? Um, the most embarrassing thing. I, I, yeah, I don't what know. Are they trying I, to so, make it like fear factor, but with the temple? I don't know. But, I'm not eating like but, turkey I, yeah, balls but, or drinking coffee <laughs> or something like that. I'm not doing that. Turkey, turkey balls come? Hey, that's weird. Um, no, but for, for fans of the show, things, turkey it, it, balls ran for, and then... it only ran for two years. Do you know it only ran for two years in 93 and ni- through 95? Um, well, they must have played it over and over for So many times people saw it. Saw it. Um, and basically, the, the temple was built as a place filled with lost treasures protected by mysterious Mayan temple guards. Maybe in the new version, it'll be like the Mayan temple guards in like a Mel Gibson movie because then they'll drink blood and everything will be cool. Um, well, they made it scary. That would be so may, oh, that'd be hilarious. Contestants were split into teams named after animals, of course. They'd go through three rounds of competition. First, the physical challenge where they had to cross the moat. Second was a test of memory called the Steps of Knowledge. Round three was the Temple Games where tests of skill, the winning team went into the Temple itself, in search of treasure while trying to avoid the Guardians. I'm... How could you not be excited about this? Like, this is going to be I a really big budget. I swim fast, but I can swim. I can swim. I'm, I'm a really good swimmer. I float very well. I have two... Huge flotation <laughs> devices and several other flotation devices I'm surrounded by. Um, but th- this is one of those shows that, I, I mean, you come home. I would come home from school, right, as a teenager, and I would pop on Nickelodeon, and I'd watch this game show at like 4, 4.30, 4, 4.30 every day. Right. You know what I mean? Like, And it's just one of those shows that's ingrained. Um, like, you know, if they brought back like an adult double there, would you do – like, there's all kinds of things you would do – you know what I mean? Right. Like, but we're this. This is kitschy and nostalgic at the same time, and I'm kind of excited about it. I love game shows, so I'm thrilled well, about game, game shows. It seems like there's so many game shows, but some of them are really good. There is. Some there's of them one. Suck. There's one. Uh, there's one right now called The Hustler. That's absolutely the best thing going. Uh, Craig Ferguson on ABC. Basically, they have six strangers and they put them in a room where they're, and they ask questions, and the questions are worth a certain amount of money every round. And the hustler knows the answer to the, all the questions. And he has, he has to keep his identity secret till the end of the game show. It is right. astoundingly good. It is so good. I do love so, Craig Ferguson. Craig Ferguson. He's awesome. Genius. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I'm, I'm, are you excited about the Hidden Temple? I'm a little bit excited about it. Yeah, no, I think I'll, I might fill out the thing. Um, and then... You might go. I might. That'd be you know. That'd be good for you and Tyler. That'd be hilarious. You and Tyler. <laughs> I don't know Actually, if we'd uh, we had the ability to. Um, we probably miss a lot of the questions. Maybe the Tim Fry, good friend of the right, show. But, Tim Tim Fry, maybe might yeah, be. I need a. I need a smart guy. There can't be need, all comedic reports. Right. We won't, I, we won't win. I also We're trying want, to win. I, <laughs> the claustrophobia question threw me off. I'm like, I don't want to go in the temple. It's claustrophobic. Yeah, I'm um, not a huge fan of that, that either. That's not that's not great. Um, so, how big is this Knives Out two sequel going to be, Paul? That's the other bigger story of the week. Well, now so it's Knives, what? Uh, Knives Out two is officially greenlit in February, and they paid them a ton of money four hundred fifty million dollars for two movies, right? 
And right. now they added today or a couple this week they've added Dave Batista. And today they added Ed Norton. So And Daniel Craig. Right. And Daniel, he's, well Daniel yeah. Craig's coming back as as uh, as Benoit Blank. So he solved the mystery of the, the Thromby family and knives out, um, which was a huge success, three hundred and eleven million dollars. Um, you know, really good, really good uh, you know, to Ryan Johnson if you like Knives Out, I highly recommend a movie called uh, Brick, which is Ryan Johnson doing a murder mystery in a high school. So very similar, um, but a little bit darker. It's got it's got heroin stuff going on, but it's a dark movie, but it's fun. Um, and then, but so Dave Bautista is now in the cast. Edward Norton's now in the cast, and nobody knows who they're playing. But that's a pretty heavy hit. Like that's a start of a heavy hitter lineup. Yeah, but I that's, mean, I think all those Knives Out movies are going to have that, right? Because, like, well, I mean, the first one, the the cast was ridiculous. Yeah, well, the first, yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, but it's going to become like I think I think it's going to become one of those things where we we look at it and we go, you know, if you don't get to be in a Knives Out movie, you're kind of nothing. You're you're, you're meaningless. And <laughs> like I that's thought the... I. I thought at the point, I thought when they were doing the Murder on the Orient Express movies, I thought those movies were going to be the, the 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 movies where everybody's like, oh, I desperately want to be in that the, the Murder on the Orient Express movies, and I want to be a part of that. But they were that movie is only okay compared to Knives Out. It's it's not nearly as good as Knives Out. So no, but they are making that sequel is also coming out this summer. So we have like there's so much stuff, um, just sitting in the pipeline waiting to come spewing out into the into the populace. You got the Angelina Jolie movie this week, but there's so many things. I think a knives out, like if you're not casting knives out, it's like it might be like you're not good enough. Yeah. You need to get you need to get your shit and go. You need to figure but it out. But Norton a Norton, I the moment you cast Norton for me, I I go, Well, there's your villain. Right? I mean Yeah, Norton's hundred percent the villain. <laughs> but who Norton. knows? Norton could well, but Norton Norton is so good. He's been so good for so long with so many movies, American History X and Primal Fear, and I would love a play on Primal Fear. Like I would love a play on like a simple character that basically is either a a, a patsy or not. Um, but and like I said, four hundred fifty million dollars for two movies, you're going to be able to attract major league talent, and especially with how good the first one was received. And I think it's really exciting. So, right. Well, yeah, I, I think at this point, Edward Norton should only play bad guys specifically. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's just so good at it. He's but great. I do like I do like that Daniel Craig immediately has another franchise that he's he's going to go right, right, from in. Bond, right in, right, right, right in, right to Bond to another one. Yeah, right to another one. Well, that and, makes uh, three legit franchises for him, right? I mean, depending if you consider. A girl with a dragon tattoo, a legit franchise, right? He only, he he only do, made. He only did he one only of those, though, so never mind. Right, so that there was supposed that to be that, more, but right, that well, there's right, there's supposed to be more, and then that is a tradition, like a particularly foreign uh, book and movie series, because basically they've been making other movies in the foreign country that the book was written in. So, but the first one was good. I don't know why they didn't first make one more. was a little bit dark. Little bit, was like, it Fincher? Fincher I, it was that, it was David Fincher. Was but the <laughs> thing about yeah, but the thing about that movie is, I think people are cool until you get into the, the middle of the movie where there's a lot of BS BDSM, and then people like I remember going to a screening of it that was packed, and I mean packed with people 
who just read, you know, just heard all oh, the buzz about the girl with the dragon tattoo. And I, you know, like sitting, I remember sitting next to an older couple who were like, what is going on here, Fred? You know what I mean? Like, oh my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. They should the get friend, out more. <laughs> well, <laughs> or, or stay in more depending. Um, right. But, but so I, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's an interesting franchise, but uh, so he'll only have, he'll only have that and the remnants of Bond after he's done. But. Um, well, I mean, Bond's got to be like, I get it. I mean, he's getting up there in age. He probably would more rather. Well, just and there, do... there, are, there are a lot of people banging on the door for Bond. You know what I mean? There yeah. are a lot of people who are like, "It's time. I want my shot." I mean, and more of them have come come to pass. Uh, you know, we have a lot of people now who are like in the running. That is going to be one of the uh, one of the huge decisions that is made in pop culture. Um, so. We did have a good week with regards to mom movies. Like our moms everywhere had a good. Did your mom have a good Mother's Day? Yeah, it was pretty chill. What, did did you what'd you do? Did you do something nice? Did you make her a card? No, not really. We didn't really do. Did you, offer, did you offer like? Did you offer like one of those like? This is good for one back rub or like? Remember when you were a kid, you make those <laughs> those no, coupons. That. Is that what you so did? You're, you're gonna rub mom's corn. My mom? No, my mom is my mom has passed. So no. Um, you uh, still make her a card, JW. I could. That's a little. <laughs> it's a little. It's a little uh, morbid. Um, Is it? I, I, you know, I say, I say thanks. Actually, the funny thing about Mother's Day that I've, I've grown uh, uh, more accustomed to right now is like my mom's been gone a while. My mom's been gone thirteen years. So I, what I found, what I think is amazing is the amount of mothers that you have in your life that aren't necessarily those that gave birth to you, but are just as important. Um, in, in shaping you and making you a good person and just taking care of you. And you know what I mean? You, I, um, you know, I've, I've two or three or four or five really nice ladies that are, you know, parents or friends who have taken me under their wing and, and adopted a big, you know, a big orphan. So, um, I think that's the most, for me, that's one of the more appealing things is you get to thank people that aren't that, Maybe not necessarily gave birth to you, but they they have a role in your upbringing and in your creation, is what right. I would say. But um, so my, you, your mom had a good Mother's Day, though. That was good. Yeah, I mean, she's not like super. Are you happy with the list? It's a weird list. I'm not gonna. I'm not. But gonna we lie. do have a top five. Like that's. I, I think it's interesting. Like we've had in the last couple of weeks, we've had a definite definitive top fives and whatnot. So let's start, let's start with the top five mom centric, good or bad uh, movies as voted by the folks. Uh, we did have a couple that kind of were like, we're right there. They're right on the cusp. Um, and they're not necessarily, but they're both, it's interesting. One of the movies, two of the movies that are on the cusp were directed by the same guy and gave us the two most prolific, uh, action moms of all time. So, uh, two things getting six votes apiece were Aliens and Terminator 2 Judgment Day, which I don't necessarily think of as mom <laughs> like, movies. I don't understand that one. Well, I no, guess because but... it's a mom that's trying to save her kid from getting... <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, Friday the 13th, or, I, I mean, it's such a weird <laughs> mom movie. Well, Aliens? Friday, Aliens is on here? Like, yeah, I don't well, get it. Okay, well, Aliens and Terminator, I'm going to say, they're the two most action-centric protective moms 
again, yeah. directed by the same guy. So you have, you know, the Ripley character, the Sarah Connor character, both with right. mom, with definite mom tendencies. I mean, certainly to a heightened degree. And actually the aliens one is kind of funny because not only is we're we talking about Ellen Ripley as a mom, but let's not forget that the queen, the queen is an alien mom. She's, <laughs> she's that's got a, a lot of eggs. That's a reach. She's got a lot of eggs. She's got a lot of well, words I mean, that she's trying to take care Susan of. Susan Sarandon's got two movies on this list. If you scroll down, she's got <laughs> yes. Ghostbusters 2, too. Wait. Terminator's on here twice. Terminator's on here twice? Oh, uh, first Linda, time Linda, Linda Hamilton, not Susan Sarandon. No. Linda uh, who's the, the actress from Aliens? Is that is Sigourney Weaver? Yeah, that's who I meant. Because Ghostbusters Two is on there. Also, oh, okay. Go down there and look. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, go. Yeah, there's there's again there's some interesting like one of the ones that's on the list that's that we're, before we get to the top five, Rosemary's Baby is definitely a mom movie. I don't know that it's, I don't know that it's a happy mom movie. Um, See, here's the, the most of this list is not like you're not going to want to sit down and with your mom. <laughs> And watch. And go, hey, this well, movie makes me appreciate but, you. <laughs> like, what? Well, like, yeah, there's a lot of horror. We put on Psycho for Mother's Day. Like, Carrie, what? You weirdos. Carrie, Bad Moms, Mister. I like that Mister Mom made the list. Had some votes. You know what I mean? But yeah. Mister Mom, Mister Mom's a funny movie. Um, Mister Mom's but, great. And Mister Mom's but fantastic. Michael not Keaton. a Mother's Day movie. I mean, now you're giving dudes the <laughs> now you're, now you're mom getting... holiday. So let's talk about number. Let's talk about number five on the list. Freaky Friday. I don't know which one Beth was thinking of. I'm going to say it's it's it could have been either of the versions, but both versions of Freaky Friday are very good. The 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 Freaky Friday with um the 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 newer one is really good and then the older one is spectacularly good. Um you know, the old one from the 70s with Jodie Foster. So like 76 Jodie Foster Freaky Friday is really good. And then freak, I'm, you know, you know, where they do the switch, um, Barbara Harris, Jodie Foster, John Aston, great movie from the seventies. And then the one that they did recently with, I think it's, is it Lindsay Lohan? Is it 2000? Lindsay Lohan and, uh, and Jamie Lee Curtis. So they did right, right around the early two thousands. Um, they did remakes of all the classic Disney movies. So like they did, you know, uh, parent trap and freaky Friday. But this one was actually a decent remake. That, like when you talk about remakes, where it's getting remade, uh, Lohan and Curtis do a really good job in Freaky Friday. So, but the original is classic, and it's Jodie Foster. So it's like Jodie Foster before, you know, she became super Oscar winner Jodie Jodie Foster, yeah. um, which is you know kind of amazing. But Freaky Friday is a great movie. Basically, the idea being uh, two people switching places for a moment to try to live their life in you know, being that mom, you know, and being what your mom's going through, which is nice. I, I think yeah, it's a, that's a perfect movie to watch with your mom on Mother's Day. <laughs> Not necessarily where we're going with the rest of the list. Um, number four, solid mom choice, solid tearjerker, 1983, Terms of Endearment, James L. Brooks, multiple Academy Award winner, Shirley MacLaine, Deborah Winger, Jack Nicholson, uh, amazing film an amazing bit of cinema danny devito's in it jeff daniels is in it john lithgow's in it um and basically i actually like shirley mcclain won the best actress award but i think deborah winger is the better performance in this movie um i don't you know it is one of those movies that is that i still watch i still love 
It's a fantastic movie. Um, yeah, Suramon did make the list, but not top five, Jerry. Um, as you wrote in there. Uh, but in terms of endearment, that is that is a solid choice. That is that's that's what I think of when I think of mom movies. Because it, because the mother daughter dynamic in that movie is so strong, um, and it's you know it, it's such a good movie. It's such a tearjerker, and it's but Deborah Winger is fantastic in the movie. Like, did we just talk about terms of endearment? What other list did, did that I, make? Was it the tearjerker list? Sadness. Oh, movie. it was the uh, the infinite sadness movies. Best movies dealing with loss. With loss, terms I think of endearment. That was the list. Terms of endearment's up there. Um, so that's four. Number three is Steel Magnolias. And this is another one of those tearjerker, uh, mom centric movies where you go, you know, look at that cast. And again, Shirley MacLaine's here. So she's got two movies in the top five, right? Where you're like, holy shnike, she's not the, the, the mom in the movie, of course. Uh, Shirley Field, uh, Sally Field is, and, you know, Julie Roberts in a early starring role. Um, but it's basically, you know, about, again, it's about dealing with loss and it's about five women who are working together and, and trying to do it. Olympia Dukakis, who just passed away actually this week. So God rest her soul, um, plays Clary. She was also a very prominent in Moon, uh, um, oh my God. Can't think of the title. Oh my God. I just, went <laughs> just zone out. <laughs> I just, no, no, I didn't. I, I Brain fuck. Moonstruck. Moonstruck. Oh, Moonstruck. And Moonstruck's a great movie. Moonstruck's a great movie. Um, but yeah, so Olympia Dukakis just passed away this week. So, you know, she's in it. Shirley McLean, Daryl Hannah, Dolly Parton, Sally Field. It's an all-star cast. Um, and it's a it's a pretty bang up uh, you know, movie. It's it, it's it's solid, it's funny, it's it's also really tragic and sad. Um, but it's again one of the movies I would expect on a mom list. Um, and then the list goes dark, Paul. The list goes super dark because number two is Mommy Dearest, which, of course, is the based on the memoirs of of Christina uh, Christina Crawford, who is uh, Joan Crawford's daughter. It is a dark uh, biopic. It is, you know. Um, Faye Dunaway playing Joan Crawford was one of the great screen actresses of her time, but she was also, from all intents and purposes, one of the most abusive parents in the history of, of Hollywood. So it's it's dark. Came out in '81. Uh, it's you know no wire hangers is the is this scree right? Um, just very abusive to her daughter Christina, and she wrote this book, and then Faye Dunaway absolutely kills it in the movie. She's astounding um as as you know it, it got nominated for a lot of awards it was one of those movies that was kind of a zeitgeist movie and you know um mommy dearest is what you say to your mom if you're angry with her and you you want to kind of dig the heels in a little bit um right it just uh, i don't know such a weird it just shows the fan base for our podcast where this we're a little five. dark we're a little it's dark a, you a lot of weirdos. Um, and then and we have in a lot a good of weird- way. I mean that in a weird way. We have, we have <laughs> like a lot a nice of weirdos. Way. A lot of weirdos. And in that one statement, that one statement, Paul found a way to alienate our crowd. Um, no, I like uh, weirdos. No, <laughs> they're more interesting. The, the weirdos are more interesting. And sp- and what mommy list would be the best without the ultimate weirdo himself, 
number one, of course, on our mom-centric movie list is Psycho. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock, 1960. One of the greatest, uh, you know, screen horror films ever put on film. Anthony Perkins as Norman Bates, uh, directed by Hitchcock. Um, Janet Lee, John Gavin, amazing cast. Uh, one of the most talked about scenes in movie history. Um, and also one of the most talked about endings in movie history. Not spoiler alert. There's a mom involved. Um, and that's right. all I'm going to say. Uh, but, but Psycho's a great movie. It's, it holds up. It's way better than the, uh, the remake that happened recently. The Gus Van Sant shot for shot garbage remake of uh, Psycho, which was terrible. Uh, go back to the original. It, it, it still holds up. It's an amazing movie. Hitchcock's one of Hitchcock's absolute best. Hitchcock's having a good run. He had a good run on last week with the uh, the animal movies. He has a good run this week with the mom central. Um, but it's a pr- it's a solid list. Um, other things getting votes. Let's see. You said Friday the Thirteenth. Carrie got a vote. They're all gonna laugh at you. That mom got a vote. Rosemary's Baby. So you know, I guess being a mom of the Antichrist is uh, you know Kill okay. Bill. Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Avenging, avenging her baby. I guess. Yes. Stepmom. Brave. Trying to find her baby. Really. Steve um, Racer. I, I have no idea where, where that, that comes from. I, I have no idea where that comes from. Uh, Mamma Mia. I, I could have seen more of Mamma Mia. Um, Hand That Rocks the Cradle is a dark kind of thing. Imitation of Life. Um, Cinderella, Snow White, Hairspray. Rich is going to have Pony. to explain why Speed Racer's on here. That makes no At sense. At some point, we'll talk to Rich about Speed Racer. Why the hell Speed Racer made our mommy Pink list. Floyd cause... the Wall. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Sometimes, well, here's the thing. One of the things that I love about our show, Paul, is that whatever people vote for... It gets, on, an, it's on it, there. Gets, it gets on there. We talk about it a little bit. Um, but a pretty good list. We're happy with uh, with how we had it this week. Um, you know, you, ideas. I sent you a couple ideas for, for next week. I don't know if you want to go top villain. I don't think we've ever done top villain. Top movie villain of all time. Your top five movie villains. Top five movie villain. Top five, villain. top five best villains. The, and I like what I said with Paul. Paul mentioned Thanos. And what I find, and I don't know how anybody else feels, but my main component for a villain is yes, he's got to be dastardly. But the main component, I think, for every great villain is that he believes he's right. Right. So, so it's the Joker. The Joker believes he's right. And it right. doesn't have to be like superhero villains, it could be uh, just like a villain in any movie. And I like this. I like, I like where we're going with this. Missy brings us up. So we'll do top five movie villains this week. And next week we'll do top five TV villains. I like that. We'll have a villain theme for a couple weeks after we get, uh, we get the mom centric stuff, but it was mostly villains, but it's okay. (laughs) Top five movie villains of all time. We love Uh, bad guys on this show. We we do love bad guys. (laughs) We, we, we're pro heel. Pro pro Thanos. Pro well, Thanos. Pro Thanos, but again... I just watch Infinity War and then just never watch Endgame. I was like, that was a perfect ending. <laughs> just a guy in his farm snapping just half of the universe farm out of existence. Successfully doing something to save the world. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just, uh, uh, but it's good. We'll do... So we got top five movie villains this week. Let's talk about the Badass Tournament, because we do need to make some decisions on the Badass Tournament. I don't know what to do with this. I, I, I do. So, um, we've, come to a, we've come to a 
a stance. Doctor Evil could be a vote. I mean, Doctor Evil is awesome. Doctor Evil is fantastic, and he has sharks that shoot friggin' laser beams. I just want some uh, sharks with some freaking laser beams. Laser on beams. Their head. Okay, so we've done the badass tournament. It's been going since since the end of January. Um, first round. Okay, I first round. That long? Uh, yes, we have. First round yeah. is over, and what we're gonna do? I and and this is I think the way we do this. We have fifteen slots right now. Okay, so there are, we've done fifteen things. I'm ahead ten to five. So I'm gonna get a buy. I'm gonna get one. One of my characters is gonna get allowed to pass into the second round unhinged, and I'm gonna insert Omar Little, who won this week. Omar Little beat Carrie Matheson. He's mine anyway. I'm gonna insert him into whoever I choose to move ahead. Wait, okay. What? Okay, so we have we have brackets. Run this past me again. Yeah, yes. I'm gonna get a buy. I get my one one of my characters gets a buy because we don't we're not gonna do another we're not gonna do one more in the last round because there weren't a lot of votes for Elmar and and Carrie. We didn't people were at the very end of it, so we we need to move on to the portion where we're gonna have some excitement and the excitement that I'm gonna tell you that's gonna be generated, Paul. If I told you that this week matchup the second round one round round one no round two match one is john wick versus natasha romanoff wait so you picked all the wait what you picked all the uh you picked all the showdowns already <laughs> so you picked the bracket like you have the whole i didn't, bracket I didn't pick the bracket i didn't pick them i went by i went by whatever the the rounds were the matchups were and what you your concerns are, are, are alleviated because I'm going to lose people because I'm going to lose some attrition. So your concern mm-hmm. is I'm I'm up 10 to 5, okay? After this week, I'm up 10 to 5 in the badass battle. I've beaten you 10 out of the 15 times. Your concern right. is I don't have enough – you don't have enough people. My five people in this thing. It's okay. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter. The five people you have are great. The 10 people – that. Five out of the ten people I have are great. You understand what I mean? Right. So I'm going to lose five people because my guys are going to fight each other. You understand what I mean? Yeah, but I'm I have Natasha going against John Wick in the first round. Yes. So I'm going to lose exci- one right out the gate. That's an I exciting think. matchup. So the matchups I have based on, and this is not based on me picking. It's based on where they were picked and who they thought would fight next. So John Work versus Natasha Romanoff. Uh, matchup two in round two is Frank Castle versus Beatrix Kiddo. Right. Round three is Indiana Jones versus Xena, which is hilarious. Because I can see the fight in my head. He goes to like a, he goes to check out a tomb. He inadvertently wakes Xena up. The the fourth matchup is the Terminator versus Han Solo. Right. And then you have Jessica Jones versus Hermione Granger. The Winchester Brothers versus Walter White, Daryl Dixon versus Melinda May, and then Omar Little won this week, but he's not. I don't know that he he doesn't need to go forward because I'm going to get one by, and I'm going to insert Omar into a slot where where it's two of my people, or whatever. Whoever right. it gets the buy. Does that sound okay to you? Sure. <laughs> okay. So the I, know, I will I know I will, how else to do it. So I will pick my buy right now. Okay. I will pick my buy. 
the person I'm going to put through to a buy <laughs> just upset you. I'm going to pick. I'm going to. I'm going to put. Um, yeah, but I want that. I want that matchup. So I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick. Uh, I'm going to pick the Terminator to get a buy. Okay. So Who was he the, going the, against anyway? He was going against Han Solo. Okay. That works so, out for me because I think the Terminator would have beat Han Solo. So. I don't know that he would have. Han, Han Solo is one of the more, like Han, you realize the only person on this list with more than one character represented at this moment is Harrison Ford, right? Yeah. So I'm I just saying. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I'm concerned. Right. Uh, so I, I would I'm going to put Omar Little into the into my Terminator slot. Terminator is going to go on to the next round for me. Okay. So I get Sounds a buy. Okay. All right. So what's so, the ride? Who's the, the one this week? That everybody's this going week on? is going to be John Wick. Versus Black Widow. Okay. That's, the I, whole reason... I don't know. <laughs> the whole reason we got into this was to get... Can cool I vote against my own character? <laughs> if you want to, you I can. Love, I love both those characters. It's going to get way harder. Yes, it's, it's definitely going to get way harder. The matchups are are crazy. Wick versus, Wick versus Widow. The Punisher versus The, the Bride. Indiana Jones versus Xena, Terminator, well, it's not Terminator, it's going to be Han Solo versus Omar Little, Jessica Jones versus Hermione, Winchester Brothers versus Walter White, and Daryl Dixon versus Melinda May. That's what I'm saying. Your problem of not having enough people in the second round is solved because I will lose one, two, three. I will lose th four people right off the bat. Right. Okay? We it solves the problem. Okay. Yeah, problem so, solved. Um, so top five movie villains of all time. And then we're going to do John Wick, Master Assassin, versus Black Widow, Master Assassin, Natasha Romanoff. Both big action stars. Both bound to have huge movies when they come out. And we're going... See, see, this is what I mean. I was voting for Han Solo. See, see, see? Got to be smart. Got to be smart in these matchups. That's what I've done. I've, ma I've mastered the smartness of the matchups. That's why I have a bunch of things at the end where I I won. Um, where can they, do you have any shows coming up? Anything big happening this week? Uh, no, I got nothing going on this week. Got nothing. Okay. Got nothing. Um, next we week I'm in Pennsylvania. So. Next week is in Pennsylvania, but we have a show next Tuesday night. Top five movie villains. Where can they find you online, Mister Paul Spratt? Uh, at Paul Spratt on everything. Super easy. Super easy. It's the same thing all the time. I'm, at, I'm Florida, Florida Movie Guy on Facebook and Florida Movie Guy on Twitter. The tweets. Is the movie um, guy already taken? I, I think the movie guy's already taken. I don't know. I, I could check it. I'll look into it. I'll check it. You were for like next the PIA movie guy. Now you're the Florida movie guy. You should just I was be PA the Live movie guy, guy because that's what that's what it, the PA Live movie guy required it to be the PA Live movie guy when I right. when I got that when I got that part. Um, so well, I'll look into it. We'll try to make it less. I, cause I should just be the movie guy. Um, but a, a good show tonight. Thank you for joining us every Tuesday. You can every find Tuesday. us on all, all your spots, Spotify and whatnot. We're also on red alert radio on Saturday nights. Uh, if you want to go online and, and check it out, they've been running our show. Um, definitely not our demographic, but we're super happy to be there and just be a they part like of us. things. They like us. They really <laughs> like us. Um, 
And so this is going to be a great, we're going to get ready to do the second round. Uh, big movie openings on Friday, Spiral. Enjoy your week. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us. And we'll see you uh, on Tuesdays. Bye. I got to update the sign. Yeah, 8pm every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Happy and, birthday, happy, happy birthday, Missy. See you guys later. Stay out of trouble.